Today is Sunday, January 1st, 2023. Reed, can you believe it's a new year? It's a new year. It's a new year. <laughs> new year, new Bobcats, hopefully. Mm, yeah, it's going to have to be. Got to have some new Bobcats. Yeah, so I found Reed. He was deep in the woods hunting. So that's why I had to do episode 4.5 on my own. Um, Reed, how about you tell him what happened on your hunting excursion? No. <laughs> Reed clean missed an eight point with his bow. Uh, <laughs> high or low? Uh, low. Low. As he's got his Texas State, Texas Trophy Hunters Association car <laughs> hard on um, tonight, he, he did in fact clean miss an eight point at 30, 35 yards. No, it was longer than that. Uh, it was in the 40s. Okay. Would have had to been because I used a 35-yard pin. Okay. Whatever you say. So Reed is back, and we're going to be talking about the last two basketball games. This week's worth <laughs> of basketball games as the Bobcats kicked off conference play. We'll go through all of that. Um, we got a few things with... Um, No, we don't. What? I was going to say football recruiting, but we don't have any news football recruiting. We have football coaching staff rounded out this week. So uh, we might go over some of that at the end of the podcast, but we're going to start off on basketball. So where do you want to start, men's or women's? You want to start on the... On the good side or, or the not so good side? <laughs> Knock out women's real quick. All right, so two road games to start. Uh, the women's conference play uh, one in Georgia at Georgia Southern and one at Troy. Um, and they split that. Split it, one win in at Georgia Southern and loss at Troy. And honestly, I mean, I covered the Georgia Southern game in my solo episode that I did. They played really well. I was really impressed. Um, unfortunately, they went into Troy and uh, shots just kind of weren't falling they were, the way they were against uh, Georgia Southern. But I think they still played an overall good game. And I think Troy might just be a better team than maybe I anticipated. Um they, I mean, they're current. They're six and seven, one and one in the Sun Belt. We're nine and four, one and one in the Sun Belt. I, I guess maybe I just underestimated them. Um, but again, pretty good game overall. Uh, we had four players in double digit points. Uh, leading scorer again, Denasia Hood. Uh, she's a solid player. She has been for a while now, so we're gonna need. Um, we're going to need her to keep that up. I think they'll bounce back nicely. It was a tough game. Lots of, um, you know, lots of turnovers for both teams. 18 for the Bobcats and Troy had, looks like 12. So both teams turned the ball over a lot. Uh, we lost the rebound battle and kind of an old basketball cliche is you lose the boards, you lose the game. So, uh, that rang true. Uh, hopefully the Bobcats will bounce back this coming week. Who do they have coming up? 
They've got uh, two straight games at home, uh, or actually, wow, they've got the women come up on a four-game homestand, which I guess coincides with the men's four-game road trip uh, at State on Thursday, January 5th at 7 o'clock. So get out there and uh, support the Bobcats. They, again, off to a really good start despite the uh, that loss in conference play. They've got a solid team this year, and I think they can definitely do something special. So uh, get out there and watch them on Thursday. Um, oh, and also, just touch on real quick, uh, Denasia Hood, another double-double. So she had one against Georgia, Georgia Southern as well. Uh, she's a solid player. I like watching her play, so um, good to see her run of good form continue. Um, all right, we can jump into the men's, men's side of things, even though I don't want to. <laughs> we, yeah, it's looking a little rough. Yeah, it's not, um, it hasn't been good. Oh, sorry, quick aside, point out, I'm 2-0 in Bobcat of the Weeks. I should have mentioned that. Like I said, open. you're taking the easy route with hey. all of them. You're taking, yeah, whatever. It's what the people want. Don't take and the easy route. Let's hear. Let's I'm, hear something interesting, I'm and giving, then we'll see. I'm giving the people what they want. You're taking That's the easy two route. Two and zero. Two and zero for me. You took Brant Freeman and GJ Kenny. Yep. That's it's the what, easy route. It's what the people want. You're it's taking what the people easy want. Route. So GJ Kenny has one Bobcat of the week for us, and so does Brant Freeman, and those are both mine. So I claim a two zero lead on that. Uh, I'm going to put together a spreadsheet to keep track of who out of me and you has the winner each week and then who, which Bobcat wins each week. And maybe at some point we can tally it up and say after X amount of weeks, you know, who's won the most uh, Bobcat of the weeks. I don't know. I'll see. I'm going to keep track of it anyway. So sorry about that. Let's go ahead and talk about men's basketball. Um, Mason Harold, Andrew Drennan both played almost the entire game, thirty-seven I'm, and thirty-six minutes. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> respectively go for them. I'm gonna. <laughs> this is gonna be cynical and unpopular. I'm taking the win against University of Science and Arts out because they're an NAIA school that's supposed to be a tune-up before conference play. We've lost four straight. If you take that out, and one of those is to Mary Harden Baylor. We've only won one at home. Mary Harden Baylor, Sam Houston, ULM, Troy. Four straight losses if you take out the NAIA team. Yeah. I unless like it Look, like it's a it's a rough season so far. I mean, if you look at the box score for the game against Troy, this whole team, the entire team, we only had two guys in double digits. Mason Harrell with 16 points, Tyrell Morgan with 10. And we talked about that last week. Mason Harrell can't do it all on his own. Yeah, and on top of that, there's only four assists on the yeah. floor for the whole team. That's the problem wanted... with the problem with that is you you can have that if you have a bunch of guys that can create their own shots, but there's one guy that can create his own shots, and it's the five nine point guard that's been here for six years. Yeah, I we can't. I, I'm glad you brought that up early. We do not have. We're we're not moving the ball enough 
And when we are, it's movement without a purpose. Yeah. It's being like, it's just, it's so frustrating. Like we're, we're hardly moving the ball. And when we do like, it's just going nowhere. the, The offense is so, so stagnant. It's, and, uh, on our Twitter, I posted that if people drop some stuff in the comments, we would read it out. So I'm going to read this one out. Um, and we'll get to another one Before later, you get to that, though, let me say something quickly about that game. Because I do like to find the positive things. Tyrell Morgan's looking good. He's looking polished now that he's back and healthy. Um, yeah, 50% from the field, 4 for 6 from the from free throws. Uh, nine rebounds, ten points. Dude, and that's not to say he plays tough. He is. He, yeah, he, is he puts tough. his body on the line. He plays tough. They, a lot like Nigel Caesar. They obviously both play really tough. Yeah. Um, and Nate Martin. All of our big guys play really tough basketball. I love that. But uh, but Jordan Mason looked good Jordan against Mason Troy. Good. Let I was me, excited so to let see me, him. Let me read this. Atomic Punk on Twitter. It's at JTESPI87. I don't know. Uh, J, whatever, uh, at J T E S P I 87 on Twitter, atomic punk. Who is the main scoring threat? Mason Harrell. Do we have quote that guy? No, we don't. Uh, is the offense just stagnant? Yes, it is. So those are quick three quick hitters to that. And we can go in deeper on each. I think when you look, when you look at, you look for your quote unquote, that guy, he walked it's, out the door last year and is now playing at Oklahoma State. Yeah, you you think you you want a guy like Caleb Asbury, which Caleb Asbury, yeah, he, he's a really good player. The thing is, is like Mason Harrell is that guy, like he's a really good player, but, but he can't run him. it all on his own. That's why, like having him in like Caleb Asbury to second him last year, it was really good because this is Mason Harrell's offense, but he had a shooter that he could get the ball to. That, so that's the thing is. Yes, Mason Harrell this year is our main scoring threat, and that's because Caleb Asbury transferred to Oklahoma State. But he's not, quote, that guy. When you think of that guy, Mason's not. He's a true point guard. He gets points, but he's a distributor. Oh, he, you're talking like offensively that guy. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. just not that guy. He's yeah, he great. runs the offense. He's great. Excellent, but yeah. yeah, he's a true point guard. He's not, he's not just – he's not – He's not a guy that can go out there by himself and drop 25. If he's going to drop 25, it's because somebody else has 15 to 20 also and is taking some load off of him. But when the defense can key in on him, that he there's nothing that he can do because he's not a guy who's going to yeah. like He's not a guy that can get points when the defense can key in on him. He needs Well, yeah, they they isolated him the entire game. Every yeah. time he had the ball, he was isolated. But if you uh, – the thing, too, is we don't have a – I mean, yeah, Mason Harold stays pretty consistent scoring. But outside of him, there's, there's not, not a lot there. of consistency there. I mean, no. last game, Tyrell Morgan – against, yeah, against Troy, Tyrell Morgan was the only other double-digit scorer. But then you look at the previous week, and it was Dylan Dawson was the only other um, double-digit scorer. Granted, Dylan Dawson's injured now, but uh, – so, yeah, against Louisiana Monroe, there was that. Obviously, like you said, against USAO, that's a little different. But, 
Yeah, then you get into like Sam and you had Nate Martin was in the double digit scoring. And that was the one that I was really high on Nate Martin because he had a hell of a game there. But uh yeah, there's just it seems like offensively there's not a lot of consistency. Yeah, the offense, like you said, Atomic Punk, you asked, is the offense just stagnant? Yes, it is, and it's because there's nobody to there's no one that you can give the ball to with ten seconds on this shot clock, ISO, and he's going to pull up and score. And that was Caleb Asbury last year. That was uh, Nigel Pearson before. Well, it's Mason Harrell this year, but, but that's where Mason it gets real hard because he's a point guard. Yeah, Ma- Mason is. Not, that's not what Mason does. That's not where his game. That's not where he thrives. And for him to have one assist, I mean, that I. I that's. You gotta remember too. That's not his fault. That's a lot of missed shots. Well, I think he would have had like five if they were dropping shots. I'm not, and I'm not saying that's his fault. I'm just saying that this offense is not going to run with him getting getting uh, one assist. I mean, he. Yeah. Let's see what. Well, and the the bad thing is too. A lot of the time, you see he's having to try to create his own shots all the time because, like you said, he's always getting ISOed. And so, if he doesn't have somebody that he can rely on to get the ball in the corner, and somebody yeah, I mean, he's fifth in program history in in assists. Like, and we're gonna last game, and he's had one. Like, I, it's and I said this a couple weeks ago. I and I'm gonna keep saying it. I know there wasn't a lot of options last night, but I don't like Drew Drennan and Mason Harrell on the floor together as often as they are. I know sometimes they'll have to be, but they both started the game and they both played 36 minutes. So most of the game, they're on the floor together. Yeah, I don't like that. Why did Sykes only play four minutes? I don't know. I know he wasn't injured. I don't know. (laughs) I know we didn't have... I know he's young, but like... If we're gonna, like, Jordan Mason played 24 minutes and looked good. Seven, yeah. Three for seven, uh, eight points. And he played hard. Like, yeah. he he got after it. Two steals. Like, yeah, he got hurt for a little bit. That was a little worrisome. I thought we were about to be down to a seven-man team. So, like, Davion Sykes, get him in there. Honestly... Get, flip the Davions. Stop playing Davion Coleman 14 minutes and play him four and play Davion Sykes 14 minutes. Like, the fact that, like, I, and to me, Jordan Mason is a two. So why not start the game? Mason Harrell. I think Jordan Mason is a two. Well, he started the game at a three. Well, last night we were playing a lot more small ball with the. Reduced roster. But I know, but you can gain size in the starting lineup by going Mason Harrell, Jordan Mason, Davion Sykes, Sykes, and then, you know... Pick your poison pick, out of the yeah, big, pick big guys. Yeah. Nigel Caesar, Tyrell Morgan, or Nate Martin. Two of the three of those I didn't even start. realize those were only bigs last night. That's terrible, dude. They're having to... Yeah, that's... And that's hard to be a big man playing that many minutes. I mean, Nate Martin had the least of those three, 24 minutes. That's hard to play but, that much against those. I don't know if you watched the game. I was there. But, man, those were I some big dude. Troy had some big freaking uh, forwards. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, this number. I'll look it up. 
Here's Zay what's Williams. Crazy is we, I mean, we beat them 20, 38 to 22 on the boards. We out-rebounded them, even though they had some big dudes. Yeah, we did. We, we just did. could not put the ball in the basket. We, no, seven, we, look, we look good. Like, we were crashing boards. 17 turnovers. Yeah, Tyrell Morgan had nine rebounds on his One own. One for nine from three. Yeah, <laughs> that's not good. Yeah, I mean, we have to find a way... To move the ball and move it efficiently. Yeah, something just needs to happen on offense because there's a lot of... I mean, there's a lot of good that can be pulled out of... Like, if we can get the offense moving and you're not having to have a... You're not looking for a guy like Tyrell Morgan or Nigel Caesar to have to put up a bunch of points. That's nine rebounds from Tyrell Morgan last night and seven from Nigel Caesar. That's what a big man's supposed to do is be yeah. grabbing boards. Your scorers should be your – I mean – Yeah, five from Nate Martin too. I mean – Oh, yeah. I've, yeah. They have this box score set up all – oh, that's – that's a starting I, five. That's why. I'll, I'll say this too is like – so on that tweet, I said like drop your hot takes or questions. Robert Garcia, at Robert Garcia the fourth on Twitter said, I won't talk bad about them – they don't deserve that. We have been spoiled for the last few seasons, but man, do we need someone to step up and help with the scoring. D is decent, but it doesn't do any good if we can't score. And he's exactly right. Yeah. We can't score and somebody has to step up and help Mason. And we were talking about that. And, and uh, interesting, Josh Martin, I'm assuming that's Nate Martin's. It looks to me like maybe it's some his, kind of Nate Martin. Yeah, somebody who's dad. related in some way to Nate Martin, maybe his dad, uh, which was cool to have him tweeting in our uh, in our thread there. He, can't, he, under Robert Garcia, said, most important thing is getting healthy. Only game this season with the entire roster was Sam Houston, and Brandis, Brandon Davis goes down in seven minutes. He's, yes... See, I think I I will say I have to agree a decent bit with that because if you like, yes, we lost to Sam, but Sam's a really good team. We played a really good game against Sam. I know, but I don't. I look if we like. I understand the injury like thing, and it it's an excuse. Yes, it can be an excuse, but we lost fifty-five to fifty-two. Yeah. Well, no, like, that's offense and stuff. I, I mean, like, you literally just have to – all those open threes, what would you say, one for nine? You need one more of those for, to hit. <laughs> for all the praise that – I, for all the praise we – I'll give Mason Harrell. He's an outstanding player, one of the best to do it here at Texas State. That's for sure. He has been off the mark this season from three. I watched him miss two basically wide open ones last night. Did he miss two? I know he missed one. I he he's been off this season from three. The whole team has. I mean, he was one for five. That's twenty percent. I we can't. I think he was one for five from three. Yeah, he <laughs> he hit the only three of the game. As a team, we were one for nine. Yeah. I well, I don't it's know. A di- it's a different team too, and that's one thing that. 
like they're going to have to put into the coaching to be able to fix this season if it's fixable is this isn't a it's not a it's not a three point game like it was last season. We lost Isaiah Small and Caleb Asbury. Both of those guys probably shot like they they both probably shot in the 60 to 70% range from three point last season. And Mason Harrell was shooting really good threes last season. This this team this season's gonna it's got to be a more uh, ball movement. I mean, honestly, it might have to be a big post scoring team. You might have to have your big men down in the post, bodying people up if, that, if that's what it takes. Yeah, I, I mean, Dylan Dawson can hit the three, and he went down with that injury, which is really unfortunate. And he got hurt in the ULM. I know. Yeah. Have you heard anything about that injury? No, I'm not too sure. Hmm. It looked to me like a <laughs> dislocation. Excuse me. Like possible dislocation. The way he came off the floor hanging it down. Yeah. Hopefully he can bounce back from that. Because I, I really like his offensive game. I really do. And I ha- always have. Yeah, Dylan Dawson is a good player. Um. So... <laughs> But I just when you lose by three points, I don't like the, I don't like the. The injury excuse. Yeah. Like, yes, there, there's in injuries, definitely have taken a toll on this team so far this year. But what what I said last week when we talked was like, it's not like we got blown out. And good teams find a way to win these games that are close like that. We're yeah. and we're not. Yeah, I mean the only games that we didn't bring down the wire were, I mean, what Rice beat us pretty decently, but Rice is a really good team this season too. I think we could have kept it a little closer, but. Yeah, I mean, Hawaii. the last four games... No, I guess not even there. You can... There's some people that'll take... Again, and I'm always the pessimistic one, and I get... I get crap for it. But the... Taking out the University of Science and Arts games, the last four games, our last four losses, six points to UMHB, seven points to Sam, four points... To ULM and three points to Troy. Good teams find a way to win close games, and we're not doing it. Yeah, I understand there's injuries, but we've kept them all close, so that's not the reason. Yeah, good teams find a way to win those. Yeah, what? So if you if we got blown out eighty to fifty <laughs> against Troy, and then it's easy to just say we suck. Not that it's well, no. <laughs> then it's easy to be like, well, we don't have any players. Yeah. So, like, the guys who are playing just can't do it. Yeah. The guys who are playing have kept all these games close, and we're losing them. Yeah. It's not the injuries. Is it wrong of me to say maybe it's something with coaching? I mean, I do I do want to say, like, the, I don't think we're, <laughs> like you said earlier, our ball movement's not there. Is our, is our play scheming not Well, there? that's, I mean, coaching may, like, is TJ possibly lacking on the offensive end? Because yeah. the defense is there. Yeah, I mean, 
50, we're keeping 52, games low. Yeah, 52, yeah. 62, 60, or I'm sorry, uh, 55, 57, 69, 71. It's not like they're out here dropping 90 points on us. Like we're keeping games within reach and low scoring relatively, especially the last two. The defense is there. Yeah. <laughs> is there something going on offensively that he's not I mean, he's, he's I, seeing it. I just. I mean, he. I think. Like I, I said, I think it's a bit. It's a huge adjustment from last season, and he probably knows that, and he's trying to. I think that other teams know we don't have another scoring threat, a real score. Like we don't have another. We don't have a twenty a game guy outside of Mason Harrell. So they key in on him, make him do it all, which he can't. He can't do it alone, and then we're screwed because other guys. We don't have another guy who can... They can just key in on Mason Harrell. The other teams know that. Yeah. And how do how do you scheme out of that? Like, how, as an offense, do we scheme out of him being the guy when no one else can make shots? Yeah. Hmm. It's been a tough watch this season. I, Kaden Gums was at the game last night. Hopefully he doesn't flip his yeah, commitment. Yeah, great. <laughs> Caden Gums, the guy that lives right down down the road, is coming to games and we're just getting <laughs> shat on. Like a pretty a pretty pretty high end recruit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I've said this before he had, too. He had I think he had some P five offers, right? I or, don't know. I'd have to look. I think he had a Big Twelve offer or something. Yeah. And I've said this before too, is Texas State Sports in general, all of them. They could lose every game on the road. It wouldn't matter if they win every game at home. They have to win the home games or nobody's going to come. Students only come when they win every home game. Yeah. Like, so, okay, great. We go on a four-game road trip, which is going to be a bunch of tough games. We could go 4-0 and on that road trip and come back into uh, – Strahan four and two in conference play, and nobody would care or know. No, Strahan will be a little better because it'll be after Christmas break. Ooh. That after post Christmas break, that's when it'll pick up in there. I know, but they've. I mean, we got to find a way to win games at home. We have to. Those close losses at home aren't doing anybody any good. No one. No one knows what this team does on the road, is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, they've. Oh, it's gonna be so frustrating this year. It's gonna be. I, buckle up, Bobcat fans. Like, it's gonna be a tough year for basketball. I think. Because I don't know if anybody on this team, even like, let's say we get everyone fully healthy, who's the guy who's gonna help Mason? Who? Yeah, I see probably Dylan Dawson. He's the only one who I think has the potential. Tyrell Morgan. But he's a, but Tyrell once again, it's a big man. It's yeah, a Tyrell Morgan's different. not going to step out and yeah. hit a three. Hey, like, Nigel Caesar's been putting chunking up some three I know, balls. Been, I know, and he hit a couple too early in the season. Yeah. But I think at, for me, at this point, I don't care, dude. Stop playing Davion Coleman and play the young kids. Play Jordan Mason, play Davion Sykes. Dude, just, I think Jordan Mason was that silent sleeper that nobody, 
Like I knew, I knew who he was. I had seen him play some a few minutes, but last night after he actually got like some good time on the court, got comfortable out there. Granted, he like hurt his knee or something. It looked like, but um, man, he's a hell of a player. He's gonna be good here. I mean, he's a. I don't know, but I'm assuming he's probably 18 years old. He's a freshman, mm-hmm. so you develop someone like that along with. I mean, I've said it before. We've got like Davion Sykes to build around. I with want Davion to play more. Yeah, Davion Sykes, not Coleman. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I, I just, I'm sure he. Look, I'm sure. Hey, he, he does. Play. Davion Coleman plays aggressive though. He it's plays. A, it's hard. a good energy. He plays hard. I'm not saying like I'm not saying that he's not good. Obviously, he's good. He's a Division One basketball player. But we are limited offensively already, and he's a limited offensive player. Yeah. Like, we don't need more limiting offense on the court. Yeah. that That's all it is. It's like, look, if if we're in a close game late and we need lockdown defense, put him on the floor. But, yeah. like, we're limited offensively, and he can't score either. <laughs> I, yeah. I, so, anyway, but... We'll see. We'll see. What we're, we've got next is at JMU in Virginia. JMU and then what? Southern Miss right after them, right? No, South Al. Oh, South Al. Those four are both road good teams. Tri- yeah, four-game road trip. JMU, South Alabama, Arkansas State, and then ULM before we come back on January 19th. Who on this team would have played with Alonzo Sule? Mason Harrell Mason would have Harrell. for sure. Would Nigel Caesar have? Maybe. I feel like that would have been like I Nigel can't. Caesar's freshman year maybe. Oh, he didn't come here as a freshman. He transferred in. Oh. Yeah. We'd have to look back at the <laughs> rosters. But definitely Mason Harrell. I know it would have been like those guys like – uh like Isaiah Small and all them would have played with mm-hmm. them, but it might have just been Mason Harrell. Yeah, our old friend Alonzo Sule is at uh, JMU now, and we play them next. That's on, a good team. What's that? Next Saturday we play them. Um, so a full – oh, no, I'm sorry. Next Thursday we play JMU. So not quite a full week off, but – Nearly a full week off, hopefully. Does Alonzo Sule come off the... He does come off the bench, huh? It looks like he started a few games and came off the bench a few games. But, I mean, if he's coming off the bench, I mean, what a weapon off the bench. Like, yeah. um, so we'll, we'll see him again. Um, it's a shame that he transferred out. He... Uh, you know, don't know all the reasons surrounding that, but he's a dang good player. Well, it might have been some of the coaching change stuff. Well, but apparently, to from everything I've heard, him and uh, TJ were really close. TJ oh, like, recruited him and stuff, so I don't necessarily think it was that. Probably just time for <laughs> If he was here, it'd just such. be another forward. <laughs> I mean, once again, like we've said, we need... We need guards is what we... We're, we're not lacking in the forward department. Talking about needing guards, where's Elijah Kennedy? We Dude. haven't seen him all year. Yeah, I don't know. And he was a... 
good looking transfer coming in. No, he doesn't even he didn't even sit on the bench or anything, so I don't know. Yeah. Tough there. I hope I mean, I don't know. I haven't even heard any chatter, so like who knows? I Yeah. Maybe he's just hurt and out for the year and that's the reason why, but it's gonna be tough sledding the whole season, I think. Yeah. But JMU next Thursday, um, and then South Alabama the on Saturday, January seventh. So we've got those to look forward to. Gotta get back on track. So let's hopefully start it with a a win in Virginia. I mean at this point JMU. at this point it's already uh we're not making the tournament via via uh, no, at large bid, so the, that was out the door three weeks ago. Yeah, so um, they have to win the conference. They really just, yeah, they really just need. Honestly, the way I see it, keep everybody healthy so we can go into conference tournament. And, yeah, they got. We got to get healthy and get healthy quick, quick. Because yeah. I, I, I don't think we can a four game road trip. I mean, with eight players, it's going to be y- tough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you, you're gonna. That's not it. What I will say, I liked the short rotation, even though I'm not sure <laughs> that he did it by choice. I think that's all he it had. It was a short rotation with some guys he probably think, didn't want on the court. I think he but, played everybody that he had. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't man get rotation, one. and that's all. He played all eight yeah, guys. Yeah, but Davion Sykes with four minutes. Yeah, he's got to play. That's ridiculous. He's got to play more. If you're, if you're not playing a kid like that, he's going to go ahead and up and transfer, too. He's... <laughs> he's He's a good player. He's not going to sit here and not play. And he, the, okay, two things I liked out of him. The, I think this will wrap up basketball unless you've got something else real quick. But two things I liked and need to see more of immediately. Davion Sykes, Jordan Mason. Why? Both of them, when they were on the court, aggressive towards the basket. Yeah. We've got seniors on the floor who look timid going towards the basket. These two kids. Who? Mason Harrell. Okay, uh, Mason Harrell doesn't crash boards, but like Nigel Caesar, Tyrell Morgan, Nate Martin, they're no, all I'm crashing not, the boards. I'm not saying defensively. I'm saying on the offensive end. Uh, Those guys, sure, there's a couple times where they get down there and bang, but it's like these kids get the ball and they're going straight to the basket. Yeah. I've watched both of them do it multiple times. going, Getting in the paint, drawing contact. Like, yeah. We getting caught like trying to take jump shots and Mason trying to take threes and because he's the only guy who can score apparently get these young kids the ball if they're going to be driving into the, into the paint and taking contact and putting up shots like give it to him I'll watch that I'd rather watch really aggressive offensive basketball from two young kids and watch them develop yeah. than watch what we've been watching this is actually extremely forward looking but I was just thinking. I wonder what um, next year if our if three of our starting five is Caden Gums, Jordan Mason, well, Davion I mean, Sykes. That's a damn well. Good no, but I'm thinking who? What are they looking at to run the one? Is it going to be Jordan Mason or is it going to be Caden Gums or Caden Gums? One of those. You run the one now in high school. Uh, he's either one or two. I don't know. But then we also have those other those transfers coming in, and then also if Elijah Kennedy comes back, like if he ends up playing next year or whenever he might run be able to run the one too 
I don't think we'll be lagging in the guards department next year. That's what that's I mean it's super forward looking. We're what yeah, about but, 300 days away from that, but yeah, but next year, I mean, well, Nate Martin's a junior. He could possibly be back. Um Nigel Caesar's a senior. He's gone, right? I would assume. Brandon Love's a sophomore. Gatkick is a junior. So we we've, we've got forwards next year kind of, but yeah, I don't know. Play the kids. And Sice can kind of play forward. He's kind of a 3-4. Mm-hmm. Play the kids. That's all I've got to say. Play the two freshmen a lot. I want to see them both getting between... Dude, yeah, Jordan Mason. I want them both eight between points. 12 and 15 minutes a game. Yeah, eight points from Jordan Mason the other night. And, I mean, <laughs> we'll take that. <laughs> Some yeah. freshman. Yeah, I'd rather. I I want to watch them at this point. I want to see them develop. We know what we've got with the rest of the guys, and it's not scoring. So, yeah. again, like maybe Dylan Dawson can contribute on the offensive end, but play the kids. Yeah, <laughs> I. That's. That's my final word on basketball. So. Yeah. Football rounded out its coaching staff. I don't know if we want to... Finish it off with Daniel DePredo. Yeah. Special teams coordinator who you <laughs> tweeted at on Twitter about a kicker that you know. I sent him an at. Quick kicker punter. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, little little baller from local high school around here. Yeah. But, who How I do you think know him? I think he's already been in contact with him, so yeah. Just decided to throw a word out there, catch catch Coach Depredo's eye, see what see what he thought. You know, it's I'm looking at the coaching staff now. You know, it's really cool to see hmm. that we have an offensive coordinator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty interesting. There's an offensive There's an offensive coordinator, and it has a name next to it. Yeah, last year it was just. Yeah, no OC. I bought, I bet we're the only D1 team in the country that didn't have an OC last year. Well, dude, we had the freaking offensive genius of Jake yeah. Spavadol. Yeah. And we didn't need an OC. Yeah, we had Jake Spavadol, offensive genius. <laughs> and we had... Who's at Cal now? Oh, my back, God. Back at Cal as an OC. He'll, <laughs> I'm sure he'll do fine. Maybe he's just one of those guys that's just an OC. But on top of him, we Dude, had Lane Hatcher, sucks. who was in the quarterback room with Jalen Hurts yeah. and, and Matt Jones. So we didn't need an OC. Dude, freaking Spav might be going to a worse dumpster fire. Mm. Cal is dog. I don't know about that. The only thing they get is the brand name, but they're terrible. Better. The Pac-12, the Pac-12 is gonna suck next year, except for Colorado. Yeah, Colorado is gonna be insane. You think? You think Coach Prime turns them around that quick? I wouldn't be surprised if they go undefeated. <laughs> really? They're gonna have so many transfers going there. USC was one of the best teams in the country this year. Yeah, but you're talking about Coach Prime, dude. He had the number one overall. 2000 Lincoln Riley and yeah but you had the Caleb Williams and the 2020 USC. the 2022 high school number one overall player in the nation went to James or whatever 
Jackson State with Coach Prime last year. Okay. And that was to a whatever they even were. They're D one FCS. No, they're not. They yes, played in the bowl. They're not an FCS. Yeah, they pay, played in the celebration bowl. That's the um the SWAC versus somebody. Hmm. And the winner of the SWAC plays in that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wait, so they not actually make a run for the national No, title? so like they can so apparently as I understand it is like they can choose whether they want to play in the celebration bowl or if they want to play in the FCS playoffs. They can't do both. And I think last season, as in twenty twenty one, they played in the FCS playoffs and then this season they decided to play in the mm-hmm. celebration bowl. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. So, I don't know. Is that going to wrap it up? Oh, Bobcat of the Week. You got to do Bobcat of the Week. Do you have one? Yeah. I don't have one. I'll pick one real quick. Yes, I do have one. All right. You want to go first? You want me to? You can go first. Let's see. I mean, it's got to be basketball, right? It's got to be basketball. Or is he going to go some guy on Twitter or something? I mean, let's go with Mason Harrell. He moved up on the points list this week. What's you, he? You're wrong. Fuck. So you don't have to explain yourself. Okay. <laughs> All right. So not Mason Harrell. I don't think there's another basketball player that's worthy of it. You're going <coughs> with the trainer. What's the trainer's name that's your friend? AJ or Bryce. Bryce. Bryce, the basketball trainer. You're still wrong. Damn. All right, go ahead. Who is it? Daniel DePredo. Oh, why is he? Because he's he's the final. Because uh, he liked for, your tweet. No, well, sure, yeah, that partially, but he's the final hire for the coaching staff. Daniel DePredo, special teams coordinator, associate head coach. He rounds out the football coaching staff. <coughs> um, Finishes off the coaching staff for us. He's gonna get my boy. Hopefully, get my boy Pat on Scully to come kick here. If you want to win, bring Pat in. Yeah. That's the new saying. Yeah. We should All right. So, Reed's, Reed's Bobcat of the Week is special teams coordinator and associate head coach Daniel DePredo, the final football coaching hire. So, go ahead, Reed, your turn. Jordan Mason. Not Jordan Mason. Dang it. Uh, I do like Jordan Mason, and he might be worthy of it. He, I think he's going to be a solid player. <clears throat> I, thought, I thought that's what you were going with. Um, uh, then I'll take the other freshman, Davion Sykes. Not Davion Sykes. Okay. You, were, you kept talking. About I know. The whole I time love so. both of them, and I want to see them play more. But... Uh, Bobcat of the week for me this week, Denasia Hood. Two double-doubles in a row. I was actually going to say that, but I really couldn't remember her name, so... Yes, Denasia Hood. uh, Oh, she didn't have a double-double in the first... uh, In the game against Georgia Southern, but nearly. 22 points, 8 rebounds against Georgia Southern. um, And they got the win. And then she had the double-double against Troy in uh, what was... 
unfortunately a loss, but she had a double. If that so wins, I'm not going to be happy because Hood. whenever Nigel Caesar was on the double double streak, uh, I didn't win it, and he was on, I think, he was on maybe three game double double streak coming out of UTA, and I yeah. lost that one. So y'all better vote Daniel Depredo. <laughs> we'll put it up. Um, this is. Sunday night that we're recording this. Um, we'll put it up sometime Monday, um, and then we'll the the poll will follow shortly after that. So, anything else you got this week, Reed? Nope, that's it. That's it. Yep. All right. <clears throat> That'll do it for episode five of Cat's Corner Podcast. Thank y'all for listening. Um, we oh feature i wanted to touch on in our the description of our podcast if you scroll down this is on apple or spotify whether you watch uh sorry listen on either one if you're on the episode description and you scroll down uh there's a link to send in a voice message so you can send us a voice message and we'll play it on the podcast if you would like uh, that's a cool feature that I found out we can add. So I added it in. So always, as always, you can tweet at us at cat's corner pod on Twitter. Um, Reed is at Reed Leonardis. That's R E E D. And then I'm at Thomas Leonardis. Um, and then, yeah, click that link in the episode description and send us a voicemail. If you want to get played on the pod, uh, keep it clean, please. <laughs> uh, but other than that, you know, questions comments concerns about anything bobcat related uh we'll take it and we'll throw it on the pod and run with it that'll do it for this week and uh, we'll talk with you sometime in the next seven to ten days